This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Time for your first look at the news. And in with the news is Mr. Sean. Thank you very much. The news is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Don't miss the summer wave of discounts at all five locations in Norfolk, Portsmouth, Chesapeake, and two in Virginia Beach. Pitbull Tobacco and more for locals by locals. Uh, we'll begin with that crash at the Monitor Merrimack we talked about the other day. Mm. Uh, the driver who drove into the water by the Monitor Merrimack in Suffolk on Tuesday is now facing several charges at this point. His name is Nicholas Adams, and he's been charged with reckless driving, failure to maintain proper control of the vehicle, and driving while his license is revoked. Ooh. Oh. Yep, uh, they say there could be more charges pending, uh, just all based on the sure. what uh, comes up in the investigation. Uh, he was driving on uh, I-664 northbound towards the tunnel when it says he drifted to the center median and drove into the water between the lanes, um, he, uh, between the north and southbound lanes. Uh, they think that he was asleep when it happened, that he dozed off, Ugh. unfortunately. Uh, police found the vehicle overturned in the water, and uh, they were able to get him out. He was uh, seriously injured, but not life-threatening, thankfully. Ooh. But uh, again, he's facing some legal trouble now. Well, there's a nationwide teacher shortage going on, unfortunately, for everybody. Uh, the, uh, that's been a problem for a long time, but the COVID-19 pandemic made it worse. And since then, they've had a hard time getting people to come back to the hmm. job. Uh, Dr. James Fetterman is the president of the Virginia Education Association. And uh, he spoke about how Hampton Roads in particular is uh, having a worse time than other places. I think that we have to acknowledge that we're expecting more from our educators each and every day. It's very unsettling. Specifically, the Hampton Roads region had a teacher vacancy rate more than 50% higher than the statewide average in the last school year, which was 6.2% versus 3.9%. Yeah, we really need teachers here in the Hampton Roads area, apparently, and thanks to Channel 13 for the audio. Uh, As of August 9th, there are several uh, teacher uh, vacancies right now. There's 68 teacher vacancies in uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, It's around 50 in Portsmouth. Uh, Norfolk has, it says there are 300 classroom teacher vacancies in Norfolk. Oh, my gosh. 300? That's what it said. So that you're going to, oh, my God, I can't imagine. You're going to have classes that have like 50 kids in them. Yeah. Uh, They did say that Norfolk, by the way, has raised the starting pay for teachers to $53,000. So uh, they're trying to use that as an incentive to get uh, some teachers uh, to sign on. Uh, Newport News Public Schools had 64 teachers vacancies as of August 9th. Uh, So there's a lot of positions out there that are looking to be filled. So if you are certified, and a lot of them are saying, or if you're eligible to be certified as a teacher, uh, they want to talk to you and and possibly, possibly bring you in to fill some of these vacancies. Uh, in Virginia Beach, specifically, the city council voted ten to one the other day for the city to pay for, or for the city uh, for a new road to service a three point two million square foot e-commerce robotics fulfillment center is how they phrased it, and uh, they're also going to do a uh, last mile facility that's going to be around Naval Air Station Oceana, uh, and it's believed that all this is for a certain company in particular. You know this uh, um, this uh, e-commerce robotics fulfillment mm-hmm. center. What company jumps to your mind when I say that? Somebody would need a big e-commerce robotics fulfillment center. I think I know. I mean, do you have a guess? Well, Amazon. Out. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was asking you specifically. Yeah. That's why I, I wasn't going to give it away. Say a name. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, I'm just other drowning over here waiting for you guys to say a name. <laughs> uh, it's, but yeah, it's believed the company will be Amazon. Uh, the, it's, uh, one of the reasons they think that is because uh, it's being done by the Panat- Panatoni Development Company, who has built multiple warehouse facilities for Amazon across the country. And actually, they built one in uh, Western Branch as well. So they've done this before, leading to speculation it's for Amazon. Uh, they say the company behind the development is expected to invest more than $383 million and create more than 1,000 jobs uh, for the city, which is great news. And those jobs will pay an average of $17 per hour and uh, $20 per hour, at, depending on which facility you end up at. 
So, I mean, more jobs and decent pay, uh, decent starting pay and everything. So that's not bad at all. No. Uh, so just a heads up there. Maybe keep your eyes peeled if you're looking for work as well. Uh, this story, just every day we learn something new here. Michael Orr, the yeah, uh, former yeah. NFL player who was, uh, his story was uh-huh. supposedly <laughs> told in the blind side. Yes. Uh, apparently he knew that the Tui family were his legal conservators in 2011, despite claiming the opposite. He said that he just found out in, uh, in 2023 yes. that they were his conservators and that he'd been tricked into... Duped. Into signing conservatorship papers instead of adoption papers. Uh, Well, he wrote a book, I Beat the Odds from Homelessness to the Blind Side and Beyond. It was a memoir from 2011. And he says in there, and these are quotes from the book, it kind of felt like a formality as I'd been a part of the family for more than a year at that point. Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my legal conservators. He said, they explained to me that it means pretty much the same thing as adoptive parents, but the laws were just written in a way that took my age into account. Now, so he knew about the conservatorship. Some people are stressing there that it's not the same thing as adoptive parents because they retain the rights to his likeness, his image, his finances, and everything, which would not be the case had he been adopted. So some people are saying he was still duped. Some people are saying he was still misled as to what it meant. So maybe that's what it was. But either way, he clearly knew it was a conservatorship and not an adoption at that Which point. Which could hurt his, uh, his court case. It absolutely yeah. could. Uh, and he said, uh, I was just happy that no one could argue that we weren't legally what we already knew we were, which was a family. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, it's a broken family. Yeah. Well, Sean? this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Obviously, this causes problems for him and his, uh, his uh, lawsuit that he filed in Tennessee, um, saying that he only found out about it in 2023. Uh, his lawyer saying that they did this to, uh, they tricked him into this to take to- total control over Michael Orr's ability to negotiate for or enter any contract. Uh, of course, uh, the Tuies have issued their own statement saying that this wasn't true and uh, denying that they got rich from the film, saying they never misled Michael about the conservatorship. Their lawyer also said yesterday that Sean and Lee Ann Tuie inter- intend to enter into a consent order to end the conservatorship. So they're willing to end the yeah. conservatorship. Yeah. So regardless of the new details, it still looks like that will be ending. Yeah, but it, I heard that Britney Spears' dad is going to take it over. Well, I hope not. In any event, uh, it'll be interesting to see where this goes from here. As Or, uh, as part of his uh, uh, filing, says he wants a full accounting of assets. So we should well, actually see some numbers on how much, if any, money yeah, they made off the blind side. Exactly. And how much, if any, he got as yeah, well. If, if this thing goes forward and a judge orders them to turn over documents... Yeah. We will know for sure. Yes, they will absolutely. have no way of avoiding this. Plus, again, if they got paid from a movie studio, and mm-hmm. and we've talked about it, the studios made, the studio made three hundred million dollars. Yeah, on the movie, they would, it was a twenty nine million dollar budget. Do the math; that's two hundred seventy million dollars they made. Yeah, if the studio paid these Tui people anything, they could uh, the judge could rule that the studio needs to you know fork over mm-hmm. information as to how much. People got paid. Oh, true, they could, yeah. yeah. And I mean, but that's the disclosure of assets. Yeah. I mean, they would have to have an accounting yeah. of all this stuff. Uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll find out more about that at this point. And then the speculation comes in. I mean, like like we said, some people are saying, like, okay, so he was told it was conservatorship, but the way he phrases yeah. it in the memoir yeah. in 2011 makes it seem like he still wasn't told correctly what that meant. Um, you know, which at that point, then it becomes a thing of. Well, he's eighteen. Is it yeah. there? You know, sure. Is it his responsibility to well, have looked into this and yeah, whatnot? No, and, and an eighteen-year-old kid is. I agree it, with it, you. Is not uh, fully <laughs> developed still. I, I think that obviously, if if they did make money off of this, uh, he needs to to get that money. If he didn't, okay. Yeah. But if if they didn't, it's just just sad to see this family broken. Sean, 
<laughs> Thank you, Rod. Uh, and a federal judge yesterday, uh, yesterday declined to approve a proposed settlement in a class action lawsuit prompted by a surge in Hyundai and Kia vehicle thefts, saying it fails to provide fair and adequate relief to the vehicle owners. The settlement announced in May could have been valued around $200 million and covered about 9 million Hyundais and Kias uh, in the U.S., uh, but federal district judge James Selna have noted concerns raised by state attorneys general about the adequacy of software updates the automakers want to provide for the cars in question, saying that they don't cover all the bases they're supposed to. Uh, so they have to go back to the drawing board on that settlement. The Kia Hyundai nightmare continues on for those companies. Um, and by the way, the range, I wasn't aware it was this wide. The range of models that are sub- subject to these mm-hmm. thefts, mm-hmm. 2011 to 2022. Oh, man. It's 11 yeah. years of these cars that that could be stolen so easily. They have to, if that's the case, they should be providing anyone who buys one of these new, uh, that, that club that goes over the steering wheel. Well, actually, you know, funnily one. enough, yeah. that is something you can get for yeah, a lot because of them. That, Yeah, that's not a technology thing in that you can hack it. You have to actually get in the car and Yeah, they're, they're, I the mean, supposedly you know? they have a software update that'll fix at least some part of the problem. And then they're also, apparently, you're able to, if you're one of these owners, you're able to get uh, a steering wheel lock as well yeah. to keep people from being able to take your car. So, I mean, like, it's, it's two-pronged. You should be, your car should be able to be protected. But that being said, uh, the extra steps of having to do all this is kind of a pain once I buy the car. Yeah. I'd kind of like to think it's not, not designed to be stolen at that point. So, yeah, exactly, safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of uh, lawsuits, millions of iPhone owners uh, could be entitled to a little bit of money, at least older iPhone pho- uh, owners. Remember when they had that whole lawsuit about them purposefully slowing down phones? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, Apple is soon going to be paying out between 310 and $500 million to roughly 3 million uh, users of any model pre-2018. Uh, the payouts will go to affected users who were <laughs> part of what they called Battery Gate, where they did the software yeah. throttling, which is when they... The claim was that it slowed down phones intentionally to force you to get a newer model. Yeah. That's what they claim. A-holes. Yeah. That's uh, terrible. They say that the uh, the iOS updates purposefully slowed down the overall performance uh, when the battery was getting older. Now, I, Apple says that's just because the battery got older and it didn't work as well. Yeah. And they said that if you replace the battery, it would work fine. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know about something. you. I can't take the battery off. No, it's <laughs> yeah, not exactly. like you can just yeah. unclip the back of the it's phone a and simple, put a new one in. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a thing. But at that but point... But you know what? If you buy a new phone, uh, you won't have this problem. Right. Well, they said that they were doing... They said they... They did intentionally throttle it, but that was because of the old batteries, because they just couldn't keep up anymore. By the way, throttle is one of the great words in the English language. You a big fan of that one? I love it. Okay, all right. Well, if you filed a claim uh, with this, uh, then uh, you could uh, be expecting some money. Roughly $65 is what they're saying. I'll take it. Per Per phone? Per claim. So, you know. I got four phones I've been paying for since well before that. Well, then very possibly. That's that's about $500. Did you file the claim? No, when do well, I? Well, then when there do I have you go. File? All right, so it's uh, two forty, two fifty. When do I file? I have to file it by when? Uh, October sixth of twenty twenty. Oh, <laughs> and they're just telling us now. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> again, three million people signed up or something like that. So it's possible that they uh, they I feel like I just got throttled. I, uh, <laughs> great word. And this range is everywhere from the iPhone six to like the iPhone uh, seven, seven plus, like all these phones uh, up through uh, 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 December of two thousand seventeen, apparently. So, yep, you... Uh, I you got m- screwed on this. I didn't know. I, it, uh, yeah, no I one... it was all over the news, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, it was in the uh, Apple user terms and agreements, you know, the thing yeah. you just... Yeah, I bet it right. was. Yeah. I yeah. bet it was, man. Something along I'm those sure lines. I'm sure they sent an email. Yeah. They probably <laughs> did. They probably did. And uh, by the way, put down your phone and say hi to some people. I know people right now. You're having that exact <laughs> reaction. <Gross>. No. <laughs> 
But uh, apparently those who go out of their way to say hi to their neighbors and stuff are actually doing better than the rest of us. Uh, a new poll has found that the average adult greets about five neighbors a day, and greeting neighbors is connected to a higher sense of well-being. Well, good for them. So you just get more out of it than just being friendly. In fact, the average person's well-being steadily increased for each neighbor. They greeted per day up to six. After that, it was kind of law-diminishing returns. That seems like a lot. Uh, I don't per, per day? Per day. I Dude, I, oh I maybe say my hi to spinning. one neighbor. That's a lot of work. I would have. To, I think yeah. I'd have to go out of my yeah. way to say yeah. hi to more than that. Like I'd, I'd have to go knock on their doors. Yeah, and when they open, Hey, how you doing? Bye. I uh-huh. I have absolutely gold neighbors on both sides of my house. Oh, I you got lucky. love them so much. The Bryants, the Withers, I love them. However, there's a, a guy that lives in our cul-de-sac mm-hmm. that moved in like three years ago. And I can't tell you how many times like I've driven into the cul-de-sac or driven out, and he's in his front yard, and I wave to him, and he just stares at me. Yeah. Yet I see him wave to everybody else. I see him talk to other neighbors. So I'm now at the point where I'm just going to drive up and give him the finger because I am tired of this. Just to get something out of him. Yeah. What What the hell, man? What did I do to you? That, that is a greeting, so I guess it kind yeah. of falls within the guidelines anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Make yeah. Rod feel better. Yeah. yeah. The uh, And that's, you know, that's really the mark. I don't know what his problem is. I really don't. I don't know. We had a guy like that where I used to live. I, I you know, not where I am currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I am currently, the kids play Ding Dong Ditch, and I hate it. <laughs> but the, um, <laughs> the, uh, um, the guy where I live now, or where I used to live, he would go out every day and walk his dog, mm-hmm. and he'd walk around him. He's outside mm-hmm. all the time. So you see him, and you're like, hey, how you doing? You know, yeah. wave. He'd look right at you, and then ter- purposely turn yeah. away from you and walk yeah. away. And you're like, what? even if it yeah. didn't make sense for him to turn away from you yeah. in that spot, like he would have to readjust after that, uh-huh. he would always do a 180 from you. Yeah, I'm getting to the point that. after a year or two, I want to punch you in the head. Yeah. What I, is your problem? I don't know, but I bet your dog's a jerk, too. If you, you know. Anyways, yeah. uh, old folks are more interactive than younger adults, apparently. Adults under 30. That guy. Adults under 30 say hello to an average of 2.9 neighbors, which is still a lot to me, uh, while older adults, 65 and up, greet an average of 6.5 neighbors, Mm-mm. which is just, i got to be honest with you, I don't recall a ton of old people saying where, hi to me all where, the time. Are these, are these people that live in a city? I mean, si- They that, have to, right? Or apartment I mean, buildings or something. It has to be that. Yeah. Because, I mean, how do you run into that many neighbors? You can't. Yeah, I don't Especially think so Especially when it's like, I don't know, the surface of the sun outside. Nobody's outside. <laughs> no. And even if they are, I want to yeah. get inside as yes. fast as possible. So don't hold me up. I don't want to have a conversation or anything like that. And also, does it say you're walking outside and somebody's out with their wife and their kids and whatnot. If I say hi to all of them, does that count? Can I knock like four out at once and then just keep going on <laughs> yeah. with my day? Or do I, does that only count as really one greeting? Uh, I think it only counts as one. I think you got to greet like every you know what single I think one I'm, individually. I think I'm going to knock on every single door in the cul-de-sac today, including <laughs> that a-hole. That would actually be really funny. And if say, you do make a video. I just want to yeah. say hello. Just see what it is. Because you imagine he just slams the door. He, he, <laughs> no, I hope he stands there and stares at you awkwardly at the door until you feel uncomfortable and walk away. <laughs> he just hard stares you away. Uh, only 14% of young adults greet six neighbors a day, while 41% of seniors do. A big disparity there. Mm. It's kind of the same same logic of like making phone calls. I think. Ew, no, only f- exactly Don't right. Call only fourteen percent of young adults will answer the phone. Forty one percent of seniors will answer the phone. They just want to talk to somebody. Yeah, whether if it's a scammer or no Don't, anybody. Yeah. Don't call me. No. Yeah, no, Rena. Don't what are you talking me. about? Nobody answers me. the phone anymore. I prefer if someone calls me. No, you are absolutely in the minority on that. <laughs> and how, because most people. Oh my gosh! And she's one calls. of these like. Uh, what's after Gen Z? Nothing. I am Gen Z. Oh, okay. She's one of these Gen Zs. If, I said nothing, but there is something. Call. But, you know, if, wow. if someone calls me, I automatically think it's an emergency and something bad yeah. is happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. It's because oh, everyone yeah. else just texts me. I will straight up lie to you. I will wait. I will I'll dismiss the call or whatever, and I'll text you back and be like, hey, busy. What's up? Yeah. You've done that to me. Yeah, and I lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> telling you right now. I was asking him for the address for a venue. and <laughs> Actually, no, I was probably at my other job when you did oh, that, in okay. all honesty. So <laughs> See, that's a reason to text because then yeah, you text give you a, the address, the address right to and you. you have it on the text message. You don't have to rely on remembering it. Or typing it down yeah, or anything like that. calling is faster. It's really not, actually. No, I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's really not. Uh, you can get the, I, we can get this whole conversation done like that in two text messages. <laughs> you need to start isolating yourself like the yeah, rest of you us. Yeah, you know what? You're a little too personable. <laughs> if you could just uh, become a little bit more of a curmudgeon, yeah. a curmudgeon. get on our level, that would be great. Uh, around here today, uh, you got, uh, let's see, showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a high near 87 uh, and tonight, showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy, low around 73. And tomorrow, mostly sunny. Great for greeting the neighbors. No. And a high of 92, so it's going to be warm again tomorrow. The heat comes back. Right now, 75 degrees. Some people dealing with some rain. Mm-hmm. I, what's funny is like it says rain for the next hour where we are right now. I, there was no rain last time I looked outside. I don't know if it's raining. The windows are so tinted, I can't tell yeah. at this point. Yeah. But if it's raining out there, be careful. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.